Yo, what's up everybody? Uh, today you're listening to Pitch Perfect, the podcast with your host Chris Turnbull. In episode 8 of Pitch Perfect, we are dis- we're, de- we're just talking about kind of like how the Prem is going right now and a little bit of the U.S. Men's National Team, which should be pretty interesting, pretty fun. So today we are trying out something new, something that's never been done in the history of this podcast, actually. We're doing an interview. So today I am bringing in special guest Colin Turbel to talk with us and give us his opinions about how soccer is right now and what's going on in the sport. So Colin, would you like to say hi to the audience? Hello. All right, so just so that all of our viewers get to know you, is there a specific team that you support and just how much do you actually watch soccer? So I'm really not a soccer expert, but I started getting in soccer last year a little bit around this like winter time during the World Cup, supporting the U.S. national team. And my favorite Prem team is right now Fulham because of the American players and how they've just been on the uprise recent years. Yeah. Very nice, very nice. So as you look at the Premier League table, is there anything that is standing out to you so far that is like kind of like a little different than normal or something that you didn't expect maybe? So I really didn't expect uh, Newcastle after last year to be down to 10. I thought they would keep up their pace from last year. That's also, right. Luton Town, I thought they would be way at the bottom of relegation just considering just how small of a club they are and playing against the big Premier League clubs. I thought they would be doing a lot worse right now. Another surprise right now is Aston Villa. They're been on, they've been on a nice little streak the whole season, actually. So Yeah, yeah. and Emery Soap doesn't do a lot. They got a really good team. Um, also, obviously, I'm a Maynard fan, but they're terrible. Chelsea's not doing very good. It's a, it's a very interesting year for the Premier League this year. Uh, and also, with these charges that are coming out for Nottingham Forest and the second ones for Everton... You don't know what's going to happen. What's going to go on with them? Because anything anything can happen for the second half of the year. And with that, do you have any predictions for the rest of the season with how anything will turn out? So I mean, I feel like we've seen this like trend year in year out. I feel um, Man City's down to Liverpool five points right now, but they've also played a game less. So I, I just think my prediction for the rest of the season is Man City's going to once again come out on top, just like they have like last year. Arsenal had a slim lead like this at this time of the year. Even I mean, Arsenal is tied with Man City right now, but I also think that um, Tottenham or Man United, one of the two, are going to like start getting heating up towards the end of the season and finishing that top four Champions League spot. Do you have anything about the bottom? Do you think maybe the fair play or finish fair play charges could catch up to Everton in fourth? I think they could also. I just I feel like the story of Luton Town has been great this year. I feel like they, they've a really good shot to stay up right now. They're only one point below Everton in the 17-18 slot, so... That's going to be interesting to look at. Yeah, it'll be very cool to see Luton stay up another season in the Prem. But going back to Man City, I mean, they get the Bruin back after missing him the entire season. I think there's no way that they don't end up on top. Um, I think maybe 
I think top four could say how it is. Maybe Tottenham sneaks in there, but I just don't think Man United has has the chance to get in. Has the like, uh, like the firepower they used to have in the past se- seasons. I don't think. Yeah, no, they're just not. They're not it. Um, yeah, I think the rest pretty much. Middle is going to say the middle. I think I don't see Newcastle making a late run. Yeah, they've um, been. They haven't been playing well as of recent. I'm looking at their f- last five matches. Yeah, with, I think uh, they've four been, losses. Been struggling a little bit with financial replay as well because they spent a lot of money early without having this revenue. I think that's how it works. So they can't really spend be spending too much in January to help their team. So I just don't see them making a run for anything. Brentford obviously gets Ivan Tony back. Who helped them a few days ago in their win? Um, but again, I don't see him. I think it's a little too late in the window for him to be bought, bought by any clubs. And I don't think a lot of clubs have that much money, especially financial fair play being such a huge thing. Like I know Man United doesn't have great money. I don't think Arsenal does. So yeah, I think most clubs are just looking at a cheap loan striker instead of someone as expensive as Ivan Tony. So, lastly, I know you are very, um, you are very, what's the word? Passionate. Passionate about the U.S. men's national team. So, with the World Cup coming home in 2026, what are your early expectations for them in this tournament? So, I think, I think first thing, it really depends on what they do with the head coaching position. I think Berhalter's got to go. I mean, I think if I we've seen this year in, year out, like... They they played um, Slovenia yesterday and lost, even though they're not playing their A team because they're all out playing in Europe. But yeah, I think eleven players made their debut in that game, which is wild. Yeah, but still, still to, to lose to a club that or a, a country that's not known for soccer at all, I, I think that's that's horrible. But. Uh, yeah, Copa America going on in the summer. I think that's that's gonna show some flashes of what we can see in twenty twenty six. If if um, the United States can make a run, it'll be focused on the players that are playing in for Champions League clubs right now, um, like all the AC Milan and Premier League players. That I I think I think this could be it could be a sim. Just a like a step up from uh, twenty twenty two. Hopefully, that's depending on the group stage. Um, I think we should probably for Copa America. I think at least make a run to the semifinals and then see what happens with Argentina, Brazil. Um, also, I think it should be the top three: um, Brazil, Argentina, United States, whatever order. I think that should be the order. Um, but who knows? Canada can make a run. They've given the United States trouble in the past. We've seen that. Also, I think Mexico is on their downfall. And, I mean, we've seen that the past five, six years. We look at uh, mid-2010s, Mexico was dominant in the rivalry. But now looking at teams like who, – who was – do you know – off the top of your mind and like qualifying who was up there oh it's pretty much the stem three I think yeah those are the big three I'm pretty sure that are just uh, challenging to be the best in the region but you know Mexico's trash now 
I've, I've seen Panama on the uprise the past few years. I'm looking at the Nations League right now. I mean, I don't really think there's any chance that we don't win by like a good margin. I see Panama is top of their group, Jamaica too. Um, other than that, there's not really any clubs that, or teams that stand out to me. Yeah, I think that Copa America will be a big, like just seeing how that goes for expectations in 2026. Like I'm just, it would be great if we made a great run, but I just want to see good performances against good teams. Like Show the to, flashes of what we can see in the future. Yeah, I don't want to go against like Uruguay or something, who is a respectable, a very good team. I just don't want like to play defensive. And just like maybe just nick a one nil or something. I just want to have a, you know, play well and have a good performance in those type of games. And but I don't think that's gonna happen. Against like an Argentina, Brazil, show up like show flashes against them. I don't think we're gonna show any flashes if we're healthy or so the coach. I, I mean, I'm also not an expert on this, but just what I've seen the past ever since he's been coach, he has he's shown like. He's played well against the North American teams, but at the end of the day, as an like w- the way American soccer is trying now, you have to take that leap to playing outside your continent well, and against the big powerhouse teams. Yeah, I think we need someone new because far too many times I've been watching them, even against like the bad teams, and just not have. A dominant performance. I think yeah. that's what we need. It scared me during the qualifying, finishing third. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly like what we mean. We barely qualify for the World Cup. I think. Well, no one get automatic qualification, so we don't have to go through the process. Well, again, now, yeah, we get it now, but last World Cup, I feel like it was kind of close. Yeah. But I think that should do it for episode of Eight of Pitch Perfect. Thank you, Colin. Thank you for coming on the show, being a great special guest, and I will see you guys. Talk to you guys soon for episode 9. Thank you.